0: What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Wrestle Through Podcast. It's me, Austin Prince, coming at you again with something new. I think this episode we're going to talk about something that I think a lot of people get confused about or they don't really understand the importance, but they also don't understand that it's needed. So we're going to talk about like theology, wrestling through why theology is important. Is it really something that we need to study? Is it really beneficial? So let's just dive in. All Have you ever found yourself listening to worship songs and having questions about the lyrics being used? Or even seeing something from a stage or a pulpit that makes you scratch your head and question the motives? Or what about just reading scripture and trying to work it into your life practically? Well, to be honest, you're not alone. So many Christians are questioning things that they see in the church that don't necessarily line up with scripture and even having trouble applying Biblical principles to their life. And this presents a huge problem. How can we wrestle through these things and grow our faith? And how can we know what Scripture really says? Well, join me, Austin Prince, each week as we discuss these things and find Biblical principles that we can wrestle through. So, this episode, we're going to talk about theology, and just briefly. Remember, these aren't supposed to be like an hour long. So, so let's talk about theology. It seems, hmm, it seems that we live in a culture where, at least a Christian culture, where the emphasis is on experiential items, where it's on your your experience is your reality, and and there's this giant pushback for. Well, theology doesn't matter. Understanding scripture doesn't matter. And, and what happens is we we get engulfed in this sense of feeling and emotion and all these all these things that swell up inside of us. And essentially, what happens is that we run to emotional encounters, or we run to supernatural encounters, and then we put them on the same level as scripture. And when we do that, our theology begins to change. We we begin to understand God with air quotes. You can't see me, but understand God based off of our own experiences. And that sounds fishy, just talking about it, but, but that's essentially what happens. So I, I believe not many people realize that that's taking place. So the question What we're wrestling through right now is, is theology important? Is it beneficial? And and as I'm I'm wrestling through this, I used to be somebody who said, well, you know, perfect theology is Jesus. As long as you know who Jesus is, we can talk about theology later. But (laughs) the catch is the moment that you begin to speak about Jesus or give any indication into the personhood of Jesus, you immediately start talking about theology. If you were to open up and say, even even read the beginning of the Gospel of John, in the beginning, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That's probably one of the deepest theological components of our faith: is that Jesus is God. Jesus is God in the flesh, He's fully God, fully man. He's the Word made flesh. That's huge. Like that's a that's a pillar of our faith where people fight over. So when when we say Well, perfect theology is Jesus, and I'm calling myself out. Well, perfect theology is Jesus. What we're really saying is, I don't care to know more. I just want to know enough. I just want to know enough to get by. And it's not about knowledge. Essentially, it's not about knowledge, but it's it's a lot like spending time with my wife. So uh, I give this metaphor. If I spend time with my wife, but I never speak with her or get to know who she is, let's say, she wrote a book for me. Everything that she likes, everything that her heart's desire—you name it—it's all in this just cool book. If I neglect to read the book and we don't have conversation, I'm not really going to understand who my wife is. I'm not really going to know who she is. I'm going to take everything as a bare minimum. Well, I'm not going to make her mad. I'm just going to say nice things. I'm going to try to scoot under the radar. You know, I'm going to do just enough so I don't get noticed and cause waves. I know that's a bad example, but that's essentially what it is when we say, well, perfect theology is Jesus. I'm, I just need the bare minimum to scoot by. I don't want to draw any attention. And, and what we have to really wrestle with is the why behind. So, so if we want to know more about God and we see that theology is important, what's the purpose like? How can we wrestle through this the right way? How can we approach it? And it's similar, I think, as believers. We're called to know God. We're called to get to know Him in a deeper way. And the depth of God is not found in an experience. The depth of God is found in Holy Scripture. As you begin to read Scripture, as you begin to meditate on it, as you begin to dive in to what it has, You begin to know more about God, Uh, and I'm not on this mystery of God train where there's all types of hidden mysteries and hidden knowledge that you have to go out and seek, but I am someone who firmly believes that the sole authority for who we are as believers remains in Scripture alone. It's October. It's Reformation month as I'm recording this, so it's cool to see that tenet of Sola Scriptura from the Reformation it is huge. Scripture alone is authority for us as believers, and I think that's even more important for us to be reminded of today. Now, obviously, this is not a Reformation plug, but I think it's super important that we at least talk about why why that statement, why Sola Scriptura, why Scripture alone, and it's because when, when we begin to rely on people or church leaders to tell us what's right and wrong, or to give us moral guidelines, or to try to even direct us in what needs to go, what's going to happen is the lines are going to get skewed and they're going to get blurred and it's not going to make sense because people are going to start putting their opinion on things. People are going to start adding extra rules. We see that with the religious leaders in the Jewish culture. And You see that with the Catholic Church. People start putting on rules to what scripture says, and that begins to distort the actual theme and the actual message of scripture. So so wrestling with theology, we see that it's by scripture alone that we can have the authority, but why is it important? What nugget does it have for the average Joe, for him to be like, huh, maybe I should read my Bible, or maybe I should learn about theology, maybe I should take a free course at DTS to try to understand the Bible in the context that it was written. So, for the average Joe, the, the reason why theology is important is because it allows us to see God in Scripture, see God in Scripture, how He's revealed Himself in full. So, we'll, we'll never see the fullness of God, but we can get a full picture of who God is through Scripture. And it's important to read it and to understand theology. That is not based off of our worldview. It's not based off of a Western mindset. It's not based off of, it's not based off of a uh, a commentary that you read or an abridged version of Scripture that just sounds good. It it's really based off of w- what's the context? What's the historical context? What's the biblical context? And how can those two work together to give us a full picture of of who Jesus is or who God is or what the what's the purpose of the Holy Spirit? When we neglect to actually study theology, when we neglect to see the importance and we get wrapped up in a bare minimum mindset, what happens is that we easily distort things that are very simple. Much like in Genesis 3, when Eve is being deceived, Satan literally just distorted it just a smidge just distorted what God said by just a smidge, and it led to utter chaos. That's the power of the enemy. I mean, that's that's legit. Like, we'll get super spiritual for a second. That's fine. That's the power of the enemy. When he begins to distort little things about God through people, it gets really chaotic really quick. I mean, look at the church. So look at the Catholic church from first century Early church fathers leading up to 1517, we'll go back to the Reformation. There are these little moments in church history where we distorted scripture just a bit. The Lord's Supper, we distorted it just enough to where it turns into cannibalism. I mean, that's essentially what it is. We've distorted the meaning of the Lord's Supper to look like something different, or even confessing your sins to one another. We've distorted it just enough to where it just becomes a religious practice, where it's not an intentional encounter with someone to to bear sin and show it and allow them to partner with you in prayer and partner with you through that. So we see just a few examples of this little distortion that happens that causes a huge mess. And the catch is if we had taken time really read scripture if we had taken time the common man if he had taken time for himself to read scripture he would have very easily seen that these things don't make sense these things are not in the scripture so for us for the average joe theology serves as a safeguard between what the bible says and what someone thinks the bible says so it acts as a buffer between well this pastor says this but then this pastor says this which one's right because if we if we don't know theology or we don't take the time to at least learn the basics and understand what it's for when you hear two differing views that are completely different you'll get confused really quickly it's it's super easy to hear two people read the same passage say completely different things and then think what the frick what am i supposed to do with that and that's, that's so common. And that, that's almost like the society that we live in where this relative truth has invaded Christian culture and now you can make scripture relative to what it actually means. You, whatever you believe, that's what scripture is, malarkey. So when you get into those situations where you hear two people saying completely different things about the same passage or same text in scripture, theology serves as that buffer For you to go back and say, hey, this is what I know the scriptures say. This is what I know the Bible stands for. This is what I know the Bible teaches. I'm going to take these two views and I'm going to hold them up and I'm going to look at scripture and see if they make sense. Sometimes, you know, depending on who's saying it, neither of them may may make sense. And that shows you the gravity of a little distortion. But what ultimately is the goal is for you to be able to hold those two items up and see which one Fall short of what Scripture has for us, and we know that that is not a good teaching. We know that that is not sound. And Second Timothy three sixteen, the word is good for doctrine, reproof, and correction. Doctrine. We obviously see that theology is important. Paul wrote about it. Paul even wrote about in a previous podcast I covered expelling false teachers. So we see that theology about who God is is important. We see that it's good for correction, correcting our bad ideas, correcting bad theology. And a good example is from the book of Job. We can see that through Job, through his turmoils, through his issues with his bad friends, he has some weird theology about God. He has some weird idea of, of God at some point. And then in those final chapters, it, it's, it begins to be corrected. The Word, God, the Word of God, comes and speaks and tells Job, like, hey, this is actually what it means. This is actually what's happening. And we begin to see a correction in the theology of who God is without the word of God being good for reproof and correction. We may not have had that, but but God wanted to show us that, hey, I'm going to correct people, even in the Old Testament. I'm going to correct people in the New Testament so you can be corrected as the church in the centuries to come. So it's good for doctrine and, and correction and reproof. And and I think it would be wise for us as a church, as a body, to take theology a bit more seriously, to take understanding God a bit more seriously. Because if we don't, if we neglect to take God seriously and we neglect to understand scripture, we begin, as I stated at the beginning of the podcast, we begin to to augment the reality of who God is based off of our own experience. And we even see in Jeremiah that, you know, the heart of man is deceitful and wicked. So I know that if I'm feeling it in my heart, but I'm not reading it in scripture, uh, there is a large possibility that whatever I'm feeling, whatever I'm thinking is complete trash. And that's the beauty of scripture. That's the beauty of theology is when you get to go back to scripture, you get to go back to the things that the Bible defines, you can go back to the teachings and the doctrines that that the Bible outlines, and you can say, hey, I'm having this thought. I don't know what to do with it. Let me go look in Scripture, see what I can find. That's awesome. That's the Scripture doing what it's designed for, is to correct you. And that kind of brings back to, to why wrestle with it right now. Why wrestle with it? for me personally. like Most most people know that I really dig theology, but previously it was almost like a hobby. It was almost like, oh, I just like to know things. I like to know more. I like to have a better understanding of who God is, even if it's just for kicks and gigs, is really how I approached it. But the more and more I walk with God, the more and more I, I take steps towards Him, what I'm realizing is that the purpose for me, the purpose of theology is not for me to have a fun pastime or have a cool outlet. It's really for me to begin to internalize the identity of who God is as He, as it is revealed in scripture so that there is a multiplication process because that's ultimately what we're all after. There has to be a multiplication process of giving knowledge that you have to other people, allowing them to be built up and then to go out and build up people Slowly but surely, God is revealing that the purpose of me having a fascination with theology or the purpose of me enjoying theology is, is not for me. It's for others. It's for the ability to pour into others. It's for the ability to train and raise up others. Because at the end of the day, if I'm not using wisdom from Scripture— to share with others or I'm not able to articulate things that the Bible says and in, in the correct way I've I've missed the mark. Because it's never, Scripture never says, hey, it's all about knowing all the things about God. The Great Commission is go make disciples so if there's not a transmission of knowledge if there's not a transmission of wisdom or a transmission of who god is in his scriptures to other people then we've missed the mark and that's what happens is i I see people who love theology and they they're all about it but they miss the the end goal the end goal is transmission of information to others to make disciples i can spend all my time in my ivory tower reading a whole bunch of cool books but if I'm not, I'm not out doing it, if I'm not out making disciples, if I'm not out you know trying to be used by God, just saying, "Dude, I empty myself, use me how you want," and being able to share this information or share this wisdom, then it's all pointless. It's all pointless if I skip over that step. It's all pointless if we skip over that step as believers. And and this is not a, a plug for like, hey. You better get into theology or you better start taking it seriously. This is more of a kind of where I'm at, wrestling through the importance of it, wrestling through why we do it, wrestling through the implications that it has. And and ultimately, what's the goal? It's beautiful to have wisdom. It's great, but sometimes it's a little selfish if we just hold on to the information. We hold on to the wisdom that God has given us and we don't share it. So theology, ultimately, it's to... Understand God as He's revealed in Scripture. It's to be on mission to transmit that knowledge that you have from reading Scripture to others. Because, again, without multiplication, without the Great Commission, without obedience in that command, we miss the mark. At the end of the day, it's all about the gospel. It's all about the gospel being revealed to people, them grabbing Jesus, them them seeing Jesus for who he is, opening their eyes, and then them, them responding to him and then pursuing him. That's That's ultimately everything that we do. Every bit of theology is cool, but every bit of theology is geared towards helping people walk with Jesus, being able to give wisdom to people as they walk with Jesus. So that's kind of where I'm at right now on that one. It may not make a whole lot of sense. Obviously, it'll develop as time goes through. You know, the more that we wrestle with items, the more that God begins to work in them. So I hope it was beneficial. I hope you got something out of it. Let me know. Let me know what you think. You know, write a comment, leave a review, whatever it is that the kids do these days. We'll put this up on the Struggles We Grow From podcast page, and uh, we'll see what happens. So thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening. A little bit of babbling little bit of good stuff. So I'll catch you next time.